0: Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are now listening to American Gypsy Podcast. I am your host, Classic, and I am here with my co-host. Gypsy. And today we are here with our special guest, Akil Mizan. Go ahead. Well, we I'll go ahead and say how um, we came across his brother. On Instagram, he shows love to almost every musician and other people as well. But he sends out a special happy birthday to almost every musician that I almost know, as a string musician, or you know, just a bunch of musicians. Period. Even my own brother; both of my brothers are are musicians, and we both came up on his radar. And it's it's amazing the love that you give and that you put out with that page. I don't know if anybody; I'm sure they've told you before. Period. But the love that even that I get from it just from somebody acknowledging, you know, my special day and the way you, you know, just put it out there, what inspired you to do that? Just starting off, but, and then we're going to get into, I guess who you are and everything else and where you're coming from.
1: Okay. So um, first, thank you. Thank you. And again, I, it's, you know, it's, a, it's an honor and I, I've been looking forward to the, you know, chopping it up, you know, chopping it up for a minute. Glad um, to have you. Um, so, music has always been you know for a long time been like near and dear to my heart and it's always been um special and like beneficial to me in some ways it's obvious to people in some ways it's you know less obvious and like one of the things that um I always like to do and I think a lot of people who love music you know like to it's find joy and um maybe finding a song or just knowing a song that maybe someone else hadn't heard. You know, you, it might be an artist that you know, artist that we all know, but a song is kind of like unsung that hardly anybody knows and just sharing that or, and a lot of times people do the same with me, you know, people, you know, some of my like OGs and, and, and just um, just friends and some associates in general, like, yo, you know, check out so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I enjoy doing it. And like when I, when I, um, I guess maybe twelve years or so when I first really really got on uh social media it was like uh, I didn't have a I had a personality as a um as a you know as a man in general and as an artist but I you know what the post what I shouldn't post what to say i didn't you know i didn't it was new to me so it after being on there a little bit it was like three things that kind of uh um that are central to most of the stuff that I post about. Just in general, is like you know, um, uh, music, spirituality, and, and sports. And as far as like the birthday thing goes, like on, on uh, it started with you know social media would remind you know you that like your people who you follow is their birthday. You know, da da da. Sometimes I would see it in my timeline. So like, gradually I just started. The first one it was everybody know the Stevie Wonder joint, and then like every year. You know, I would find a different one, or sometimes people would send me one. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, because I sent you mine. Yeah. Now I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. Because the thing is, well, I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But then, um, a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago, I made an intent. You know, um, intent that as long as you know people keep blessing me with it, and I keep finding them to uh, to share different, um, different, uh, you know, black string musicians playing a birthday because. One, I enjoy sharing the music um just because I that's something I enjoy doing. And two, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, seem to say they, you know, appreciate it and enjoy it. Um two, it's like I feel like I'm uh I'm low-key um, but intentionally, you know, promoting um promoting the diversity of our talent musically. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I, I knew that I knew that. I knew that y'all existed, but I didn't know that there were so many of us you know that uh um, we you know, didn't I mean, I don't necessarily
0: think, know that we think. existed though until you let us know that we all exist. There's a lot of musicians you've put me on that yeah, I wouldn't have known they existed unless oh you, know, you connected the dot or you connected everybody together
1: um oh wow, I man I give thanks, I give thanks, but to me, this is a blessing man I, I, like I said, I, you know. I love it, man. I love you know. It was a um, a brother. He uh he transitioned a few years ago. But it was uh one of the OGs. He was a poet based in my area. He he's his name. It was uh one wise African, and he had this whole poem. And the mantra of it was, you know, can nobody do it like we do it when we do what we do? And just seeing, I just love seeing the. I just love just aesthetically, like just on face value alone. I just like yo like. Yeah. It's just like how we look with it. You know what I mean? And then. Just the different creativity from you know from classical to hip-hop the jazz the r b gospel whatever you know what i'm saying i just i just love it you know what i mean and um i just you know um you know, try to do my little part
0: yeah my bad Um, i interrupted you when you was as far as explaining you know i guess your process on how you were building up to it
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. and so i just you know um i just love doing so the more the uh, you know, the more through social media mostly, you know, I would just see people find out people and sometimes people would tell me, you know, check out so and so, you know what I mean, or send me, you know, clips. I'm like, man, I love that. And then um and um sometimes may say, uh the uh man, I lost my uh I know I we were talking voice. as
0: far as introducing um existing. You didn't know that certain uh, musicians existed. And I was saying that you know I didn't know that others existed, but that might have. I was trying to-
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just been like one of the hidden blessings of um, you know, like I said, I didn't I didn't know that there was so you know so many of it. it's a number of people, um, not a whole lot because I mostly I don't really travel too much, but just in my area, you know, it's a number of musicians that I met, um, and connected with you know through uh through social media, and I mean it, I just um. You know, that's something that's a uh, you know a blessing. And the other part, too, I, I forgot to mention is like one of my. Um, for years, it's been a dream. I guess I've been striving to take, you know, baby steps toward is, you know, to kill my zone with strings. So along with the other stuff, it is me intentionally, you know, uh, putting out the energy of like, you know, like, I don't know if I don't know when I'm going to be on the West Coast or when I'm going to be in Mississippi or when I'm going to be in Houston, but, or any number of places, but I know, you know, you know, God willing, if I go to certain areas, I, you know, I don't want to overstate, but I know some people. Right. And then I know some people that know some people. So I like, I know, like, I'm pretty sure that, you know, that, you know, you know a whole bunch, cause you know what I'm saying? just, Just doing what you do, and if you know and for how long you've been doing it it's so many people that you know that like if i was you know if i was in mississippi you know I mean? i'm sure you could tell me like yo i'll let you know get it so and so so oh, yeah they could tell you, like, I'm you know, I mean, all
0: of that i'm definitely one of them kind of people that like yeah if you ever in los angeles come through and we're gonna do it in in you know in yeah. studio interview so i definitely know what you mean yeah by that as far as it opens up a nice little network that you might not see right off but it's there you know once the time yeah. comes to where you gotta maybe even make it happen or just you know just reach out to them or even if they just read you you they know you in the area because even if i see people in the area yeah i'll reach out and be like hey you know if you get a chance while you're in, out here i'll let me you know they rarely right. do I- some people do you know i've had maybe one or two people you know that i knew from back when i was in the dmv area and he was just happen to be out here and he stopped through and you know we chopped it up and everything so i definitely understand what you mean by that and i guess even to go back to i told i said we were going to kind of go back a little bit so now Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about you know you where you from you know how you got into music and you know a little bit about
1: you i'm uh born and raised in um in uh, baltimore baltimore uh okay maryland um i'm a you know a poet uh, who came up as a as an MC? i still consider myself an MC, but i haven't been practicing those skills as much but i, I can still do it and i still you know i still love it definitely a part of who i am um i understand uh, I,
0: I, i'm a cellist i haven't practiced a lot in the past year but yeah i'm a cellist so i understand what you mean
1: right <laughs> and I, i've heard
0: your work so it's it's great stuff man it is
1: yeah i appreciate that Okay. Thanks. Um, a saxophone player is not anywhere near as disciplined as I, I should be. You know, because if I if I was more disciplined, I would be you know much further along. You know, um, in terms of musical talent, but still I the journey. Understand that part is,
0: as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I still love it, and I you know me, working with people, um, having connected with us a lot of you know a lot of good times, and then the big thing, um. God willing, I'm going to make it happen this year finally, because I have a whole bunch of recordings, but I haven't pressed up. The last CD that I put out was even saying CD, that'll tell you something right there, but it was uh, 2014. But I need to get them on, online so that, you know, so I could you know, people that, you know, that I'm meeting nowadays can, you know, can, um that those who want to, you know what I'm saying, can get some of those or whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, um saxophone player, I'm a uh, you know FOI you know member of the Nation of Islam, okay. Um, music lover.
0: Um, what age uh, you, did you get into music, though? I was um, five when I when they handed me a cello. I was five years old.
1: Oh, you mean playing it?
0: Well, yeah. Or, when you yeah when you first got into music, yeah.
1: I mean, what you mean as a musician or just as a, a, into music in general?
0: Yeah, well, it's up to or you both. on which one. If they're yeah, I, they were the same for me. You know,
1: <laughs> when right, I got into music
0: in general, that was yeah when I got into it as a musician, basically. But um, it's whichever you want to explain. You know, if you want if did you get into music first or you got in, into it as a musician first?
1: Oh, def, definitely music first. Definitely, it was. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Um, I, you know, I would say um, I always liked it, but I would say. Uh, Probably in my teens, actually, maybe like eleven to twelve is when I really started to, um, really started to get into it. When I got my first little radio, and you know, with uh, <laughs> with tapes and stuff back then, it was before CDs. But you know, like hear songs and you know, make my little tapes and stuff like that. And I yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, the musician thing didn't really come until years uh, years later. Um, a few years i started buying uh jazz cds in like 99 and um a few years later and i was uh, I, uh man so many things um <laughs> this cut me off and let me know because you know I mean but like no no no, so many- no
0: no we like i said you go we listening to you man we learn we're here to learn we're here to get to know you hey there's no i want to know no this rush. man yeah no rush i want to know this
1: <laughs> okay, no, I, I mean I, I appreciate that. So um I had been since uh eighty five is when I started rapping when it's <laughs> on so my age, but when Curtis Blow came out with uh basketball, that's when I wrote my first uh my first rap. So um and it was uh, it wasn't until ninety nine that I was introduced to the uh you know to the uh to the poetry scene you know in um you know in my city, but like all of those years I would be listening to music and I would have ideas, you know, for samples or for what I would have a DJ do, but I didn't, um, I didn't even know the people and or didn't have the money or some combination of both until, um, until the late nineties when uh, my brother, like shout out to Edipo MC and I'll probably say more about him later on, but you know, Edipo MC definitely is a, uh, you know, big brother, mentor, and, like a lot of, you Know so many levels, you know. I mean, in fact, yeah. you know, salute my um, my brother Matt. You know, so much I can say about the brother, but um, in uh, in '99, uh, he actually started with either point. C, he was the first person that I knew that had a CD. You know, we both rap, you know, we met, we met in the uh, we actually met in the uh, you know, in the mob, you know, um, the mosque in our city, you know, um, you know, Muhammad Mosque number six, and then we met there. But you know he was, um, you know he, he still that he rap, he does, you no know, poetry and stuff as well, but um, and he was I think in like '97 or '8, he put out his first CD, and he was the first person that told me that I could do it, and not only did he tell me that I could do it, but um, he actually showed me the steps. He gave mm-hmm. me all the, you know, all the, you know, all of the games, so to speak, and um, that's love. And then he. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, and he connected with me, you know, it was a brother uh named uh, Jahar Hassan, dope producer. He connected me with him. And um and then after a couple years, I think uh Jahar well he was always working, working, but I think at at a certain point um he kinda um uh you know put more focus on the work and you know less straight away from the music you know what i mean and yeah. i and then at that point i started working more with a brother named uh, sean Torre. still one of the dope dope um dope super dope he's a dope mc too but he's a to me uh, a phenomenal producer i mean he you know i mean uh and like it's one of those things where for me all of the ideas that i had you know sometimes you have ideas and it's frustrating because you either maybe don't have the money or even if you had the money, you may not know the personnel or have the human resources to know that, okay, I need to, I want to do this. I need to holler at him. I need to holler at her. You know what I mean? But like, he was a person that like all of them, all of the sample ideas that, you know, stuff that I would come up with, he could make it happen. And so, and the joy of, um, I guess, fulfillment of, 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 um, of being able to manifest all the cre- creative ideas that I was being blessed with at the time and listening to all of the jazz that I was listening to. Um, oh, I don't know if it's going away. All the jazz I was listening to, um, at certain points, Bobby wanted to either, at certain point I was either gonna get some music equipment or um, pick up an instrument. And as an instrument, it was either gonna be, you know, the uh, upright bass, you know, double bass or saxophone. And I love you know affinity for both still do, and um, when I did the like preliminary research, the saxophone was far more affordable, Um, so I went with that. And like the first two saxophones I had basically like fell in my lap. I mean like the uh, a cat. I was at work and um, I was playing not playing music instrumentally, but just playing it on you know CDs and stuff. I'll be playing jazz and R and B and stuff. And um and uh one day I was talking to a customer just on a humble, and I was saying I was telling him I was thinking about getting the uh, you know, getting the instrument. And uh, he's like, What what are you think about, you know, get I said either, you know, saxophone or you know, or um or double bass. So about a week and a half later, I saw him getting out of the his car, coming to the store, he had, you know, a brown case. I said, Man, I yeah. you know, and uh so he came in and he said, you know, he said, um I know, you know, you don't, you know, um, never played an instrument before, or whatever. He said, I'm gonna let you hold, you know, the saxophone. He said, let some of your musical friends check it out. You know what I mean? let like, you know, and if they say you should get it, just give me $50. And that's, I mean, that's, that's damn near, you know, giving it to me $50 for, you know, it needed a little bit of work, but you know, still that was, a, um, that was a tremendous, uh, you know, yeah. blessing. And, um, you know
0: uh that's what got the ball rolling huh
1: right right and then you know i started getting lessons from you know i never went to school or anything like that but just lessons from you know different um different cats one thing i've been you know um though i hate saying this i hope i briefly i get to a point where i don't have to say it. but i i haven't been any like i said if i was more disciplined i'd be so much further along but you know, yeah, oh, trust me, for me, that.
0: like I said, I started when I was five. I grew up playing in orchestras wow. and stuff like that. I didn't like it. I didn't like playing. I wasn't I didn't like the cello. You know, it wasn't wow. I stopped playing for seven years when I lived in Atlanta and that's where we met. And then when I lived up in actually the DMV area, I didn't like the really the DMV area. And <laughs> after so long I got back into playing the cello, more of I guess of a kind of spiritual motivation thing. And in between that time and even now you know, I still love my connection, what I can do with it and everything, you know, and, but I definitely enjoy playing it a lot more now than I did then. So practice wise, uh, I wish I was more disciplined. Trust me, it'd it'd be a whole different ball game if I actually liked it, like some of the other musicians out there, you know, even just like yourself, because I didn't get the same introduction. Like I said, it wasn't like, the average musician, you know, I, I was hearing something and I liked it and, I, you know, wanted to get into it. It was more for me is, you know, you want to play violin or you want to play cello? It's more like cello. And then Go from there. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a different, but I started, I went to performing art school as well around uh, fifth grade. And that's mm-hmm. when I kind of got into producing. So I, I kind of got a different, a whole different gift. I know I have a gift in music in general but right. i'm not the average you know like i say, music lover music lover not like i used to be i don't think you know not now it's yeah like yeah. it's just not it's not the same but trust me i'm i'm one of the best i know that's one thing i know i wanted the best to do what i do you know and especially the cello style that i got yeah it's it's different right. from yeah. plenty you know but it's not I mean, can you hear me?
1: I'm broken up a little
0: bit. Oh no, I'm can saying you, yeah, I'm still here. Can okay. you yeah, okay yeah. It it pauses just a little bit. Little yeah. Bit. Okay. But um yeah, I I still, you know, I'm not as diehard. I know that as, you know, the average probably cello player out there. A lot of people feel like, "Oh, you took off the year from practicing." Like, yeah, it's a different relationship. You yeah. know. But it's a peace of mind with it as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. But and that could that fall into another thing of discipline. You know, (laughs) like I said, if I don't know, but I try. I don't judge myself with it though. I try not to judge myself with it. Even just understanding how long I've been doing music and it comes with a different kind of weight. So I don't know if you've have you ever taken a break?
1: Um. Yes. But I I feel it's so uncool to say, but just keeping it a buck. It really was. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. I'm gonna take a break. It was. I'm not gonna practice today. And then today turns into. You know, weeks or months. Yeah. For real. For it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't intentional. It, you know what I mean? It's it's whack on my part. I. I mean. I, I mean. Because I was gonna ask you no. if you. Because uh, like, was it? Is it? Or I, I'm asking this. Uh, you might even have some advice or something in terms of, uh, I mean, I think I'm I'm much better with it now than I was uh, in previous years, but like uh, I guess my question would be like, how did you get to a point and uh, what advice, if any, like would you have, you know, for to to just um, not being like hard on yourself in that aspect, you know what I mean? In terms of knowing that you know, if you had been more (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean I'm, I'm asking that for advice you know what I mean because you might something I need to with the to cello was
0: one thing because I, I just stopped playing the cello for about seven years but I was still producing and stuff like that but okay. for right now like you said what would it take and to be honest I guess I would say the whole world got to shut down and then that's what happened you know the whole world shut down and I got a chance some you know I was things happened a couple of activities after you know things happen and got a chance to really look back and analyze some stuff take some weight off of me because the world shut down ain't nothing i can do about that that's like hold on now soon as you know we kind of in position musically things getting rolling and that's here in la for me and the world shut down so it's like okay I took time to analyze a lot of things and even though, you know, 2021 or the end of 2020, I was still going into some of 2021, I was still street performing. I'd also experienced a lot of street performing here in downtown LA. And relationships with music artists kind of you know, looked at everything in the bubble. And God gave me a sign that all right take a break for a second just have a little faith you know i've kind of moved some things around so you can't really make anything happen even if you try it right now the world's not moving so just you know take a little break and this is just for me personally how i could look back and see like you said what really probably happened and I, i couldn't look at it then but if i was to see what really start what made me look at um a pandemic, ha- I mean, no, not pandemic. Uh, I guess pandemic-proof happiness to right. a certain degree, and that's when I, yeah, I got a chance to really take some weight off from all right, and I, and I just released a song as well, so that's another one of those, you know, kind of snatch a lot of air out of your your soul and out of your lungs, where you're like, ah, oh. so meditation kind of realize even um, we did a podcast early actually before this one i I was explaining to the guy when i stopped doing music altogether meditation involves nothing you don't listen to anything so with me not reviewing beats not listening to this not practicing not doing this life kind of went into a quiet Mm -hmm. a lot more quiet in the 24 hours of the day, a lot more quiet in the week, a lot more quiet in the few months and a lot more quiet in the year. And after I kind of took a break and and it was almost like a recharge. As I look back at it, I feel like now it's like okay, I'm not quite ready to push myself cuz I know I'm not done with music. You know, that's something music is something we do to, you know, you can do right. it until yeah. Right. You, you just yeah, can't do it anymore as as far as physically. But as long as you could physically do it, and that's one thing that it was embedded when I was growing up in orchestra. And, you know, all those seminars, they take you and sit you down. Or, you know, we're at the master class and they bring out this old, old wrinkle, you know, white guy and (laughs) sit him down. And then they bring out his violin and they, you know, he can barely move. And they give him the violin (laughs) and he's just, you know, going crazy. And you're like, how can he physically move like that, you know, when he could barely walk out to the stage? So that's something I learned, you know, young, like, okay, 75 or 85, I can still play the cello and, you know, do that. So that's there. But I think I kind of got a little sidetracked. Where was I going? Okay, I guess, but just taking a break in general.
1: <laughs> right. So you saw that and, you know, meditation and yeah. um, and well, just, you know,
0: But that's what gave me more of, I guess, of the confidence to know that, okay, I can come back with it, but I'll come back to it, but have I ever really just taken a break to where I'm not worried about making a song, I'm not worried about producing, I'm not worried about, and she is also connected to me as well. When it comes to, I'm doing a project, she going to help me promote it regardless. So also with me bringing that to a pause as well, it also allowed her to slow down. So it was also kind of in that as well that decision to where, hey, all right, you know, she's gonna support it regardless, and you know, of course, we all know one man band is hard as hell, so <laughs> a two man band is, you know, it's it's some help, but you know, I can't be like I don't need your help. That's a lie, you know. So, <laughs> right, so right. I basically yeah went ahead and said, all right, you know, I'll take a I'll take a break and we'll focus or i'll you know yeah focus more on her you know she wanted she was doing some vlogging and so it kind of blended together studio with the podcast thing and that was around the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. so we kind of melted the podcast with the podcast studio with the studio with the recording studio and when it rained on the studio last year that kind of you know that's really what made us reset everything. So we recorded about seventeen episodes in between October first, twenty twenty, and December twenty eighth, twenty twenty. And then it rained on the studio, and that's kind of where, even, oh, a, you know, whole, like I said, whole life wise, it was a, a sign from God to where, hey, now is the chance to take a break. You know, and I had to really sit down and catch that sign. Most people be like, all right, I got to go harder. I got to do this, or I got, I can't let this stop me. And it's be like, it's not about stopping you. But sometimes you just do have to reevaluate the last or reevaluate re- 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 your whole life, not just <laughs> your music career, not just yeah. you know your, your your week or no, reevaluate, re- re- reevaluate the whole life, and got to a point to where I was like, okay, wait, I was offered music, <laughs> I was more offered it, but you know, let me try some other things, let me see what's out there in my attention span. And then crypto came along, cryptocurrency was, it came more, I guess, no, it was introduced to me. It's been there, but over this time, that was something that, all right, that's there. And then NFT. So as soon as I'm saying, all right, I'm putting down the towel on the NFTs thing, the i mean on the music side the nft thing come up so it's now now it's like oh this this new world for musicians and now you can create your music and put your music into an nft and sell your album through it so it's like oh now there's a hope without you know the rest of the stuff there's still right. more there and then still another acceptance of it's gonna be there because this is the, this is at the very beginning of All right now you know nfts is here now you need to make an album for the nft world that could have happened and it wouldn't have been no break so still more like all right let me it's gonna be there it's it's here you know i've i've done a bunch of work i got beats beats songs i haven't released i got a bunch of it but you know like i say even it's it's hard to you know it's even it's hard to from it's financially mentally to do a couple of things as a musician or even you know because look who you're competing against as well we out here in la there's los angeles convention i mean was it was <laughs> uh, not convention but los angeles studio it's some type of uh, film yeah, studio LA. right you know it's a different level of competition out here when dealing with music you know even kanye say you kind of lose money when you're putting out a project so you know Got to know what we're dealing with, the reality of some things, and okay, go back to the drawing board, see what we're doing, you know, worldwide, and then come back and see what's you know. And when I went out worldwide, okay, let me come back within to see (laughs) what's going on (laughs) because the the timing is off out there. But it kind of led more to I didn't want to rebuild on the podcast thing because we did the walls and stuff, and it was. I, I didn't re- want to rebuild the studio it would look nice been up to two months kind of stabbing the heart on that too at the same time because you know it was it looked great and just didn't want to rebuild so over time it kind of rebuilt itself put this here put this here you know after they finished um, redoing the apartment and everything was still more like all right i'm still being silenced. my studio was still in the closet all equipment and everything still in the closet some stuff got wet but it didn't i don't think it the only thing i haven't tested out is my preamp but everything else you know it still worked but i just poured it out maybe a couple of months maybe about a month ago maybe if not this month and it's been that type of slowly let my energy recharge to kind of want it again to want of you know find the perfect place and the energy to do it now where you are does count it matters and i could say when i was in the the dmv area i networked with some musicians but i didn't have the best results when it come to drive and Mm -hmm. you know i ended up coming out this way and that's a different you know i was in atlanta before that i didn't play the cello at all so it's you know atlanta is an energy of its own, but where you are may matter as well on because you can i'm doing this now to kind of learn from people and to get a genuine that's also one of the things that motivated me to get into podcasting because as a musician and it's a lot of people put that musician title on you and it has borderline between a certain level of respect that they want to give you and i've learned that from out there you know so the more i realize you know if and this i'm not saying if but since doing podcasts outside of you know people don't look at you as a musician or they don't know know you as a musician it's a different conversation it's a different right. genuineness to it because a, a lot of people that i was meeting when i was here or well, i could say some people if i met people out when i was street performing i can read people i already kind of know it's either you want something it's going to be that kind of relationship you either want music wise you want to link up and do this you want to link up and do you know it's usually that from a musician only point of view and you don't really know who you're linking up with and uh, you know you can link up with a bunch of toxic musicians in your music career right and you know you don't know it until (laughs) somebody mentioned it like okay yeah it's not necessarily the whole Thing of you know the whole, your your passion for music. It's just yes, yeah, a lot of trolls in the musician world to a certain degree that can you know mess up some things. Just like it's a lot of trolls in a lot of other industries that mess up things, especially like right Instagram. You know, as far <laughs> as you got great people like yourself that's there, but you also got that promoted on this and DM me and you got <laughs> you got that that you got to deal with so you know those are people in real life oh, man. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, a lot of people don't know oh, that those are some,
0: some of the, you know as far as you can meet them like i said this person if uh let's say scam likely was a person they show you this picture <laughs> you know, you got... <laughs> so you know it's all of that kind of i had a chance to evaluate my whole why do i do music and it started from there it's different from a lot of other people you know you can ask yourself why you do music it's different you know it's Mm -hmm. a a more of a i was listening to some deep down passion and it's a a drive behind it mine is because it's you know i'm good at it and you know but it's a lot of musicians that i don't know i want like i said as i think about it's like why do i not care about knowing you know these you know great musicians these musicians these artists are keeping up it's like i'm one of those people that i i couldn't in performing art school theory learning jazz or you know learn theory better than but when it comes to the history of of you know knowing the history i had a hard time with it i couldn't lock it in on mozart Haydn, beethoven even still grow up playing the music and i just i didn't i didn't connect all the way with classical music and that was the thing i thought I didn't like the cello growing up and i realized i don't like classical music right so when i started back playing the cello i didn't play classical music and i told myself i want to play in the orchestra so i found a passion then i found a connection i was able to learn the cello you know and it's there so i know and, and that's the thing after street performing out here i know where i stand as a musician, you know I'm no k o you know uh Kevin Alicia, solo, that, right. that, there's some great cellists out here right. that you know, like I said, they crazy with it, I still know where I stand with that, and it's a some of a lot of it is the Mississippi soul, and still from what I'm able to do, connect some things and the time that I've put in out there, you know doing it, but you know I don't have to compete with it i'm not i had to you know I lost that drive to kind of, I can't say I lost the drive, but it's just, you know, its I learned that I don't have to com- compete in a certain way and right. what I'm competing with. Had to, you know, still get a good understanding of what I'm competing with and finding happiness regardless. If I didn't have it and if I had to do something else, crazy enough, that's kind of how I built my music mindset growing up. In a weird way it's it's gratitude, but it's like, all right, if something happened to my hand and I can't play the cello, I need to be able to do this as a musician, and if I can't do this, and I can't you know, I know how to sing now because if everything got slapped off the table, all right, if I could still talk, I could have a music career, you know it came out, you know, there was no lose in it if I chose you know to do it, so that's kind of how things built now it's more of I could say now I'm entertained by cryptocurrency uh the nfts this podcast thing um i live in los angeles as well that's why i could say the dmv is a different area you know that might be the only thing that's keeping keeping you sane in certain places so you can't really i can't advise you know if you don't feel like taking a break you know or if you don't feel like that's where you are <laughs> if it's other things that you realize like oh, okay no i just need to switch this around and all right all right you know right. that's for you. But yeah, the LA helps being LA. It does help sunshine. I realized being in the DMV didn't get a lot of sunshine when I was there <laughs> right. when I first hit there, and it it bothered me. Especially
1: this time of year.
0: Yeah. So and yeah, it's pretty cold. you got snow on the ground right now
1: <laughs> over there. We do. We do. Yes, yeah, <laughs> snowed. Uh, so yesterday. Yeah, we last was, night, overnight. Yeah, was done with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> yeah. But you know, it's sometimes just making sure you have another happy space sometime definitely helps when you are trying to just take a break. Like I said, I'm, I'm not quitting. I didn't quit doing that. I never say, but I am looking for that spark or that energy to really give me that. Yeah. I'm going to sit here all night. This is what I do. You know, I'm where I sit here and practice this, you know, I know where I've come from and I, I look at it often. It's like, yo, all right, I want that drive. You know that that in particular drive at least when I'm doing it, and I know it's there. It's building up now. You know I still want to do it, but it's like all right, now it's not the time. We got a different focus going on. You know we're still at peace. You know there's no. You should have tried harder than no. You got a bunch of beats. You've done a lot of music. You've given a lot of energy. A lot of free shows. A lot of this. You know don't feel guilty for that you know mm-hmm. and the biggest reality is like nobody else cares really <laughs> the reality is nobody else really cares and that's what the reality we've come to so it's more like all right make the decision for personal happiness but right you know sometimes it's it's the music world you all you you know you it's, your friends you don't know you don't really know sometimes you know as long as you're doing all right then we cool but as soon as you start doing better then hey it's a different energy you know i've produced for artists you know for free you know produce the song record for them everything we get there they see that i'm happy about it and they just snowball. You know, I am all right i, I want you too happy about it i don't yeah <laughs> and i, I just wow. after so much experience i realized ah okay it's not necessarily something i'm doing wrong it's you know i'm learning from it it's not me right, right. it's them and it's you know get what i can from it understand okay all right we'll we'll uh, you know we'll figure it out as it go if i need to stay in this area or you know just for me because like i said i was doing a lot you know, and I've I've only seen a few as far as clips of what you're doing, but just from looking at it, I feel like you're doing a lot too. Period. Just from the Instagram is a lot alone. So, anything creative wise, I already know that's night to day. That's the even just the great spoken poetry, the film that you put together. <sighs> Man, it's a lot, trust me. And the people some people appreciate it some people don't know how to appreciate some people don't know how to be like man you saying happy birthday really just made my whole year you know people don't know they don't they don't understand that
1: so but you know it's something to it, um i uh a couple things came to mind We talking well starting with what you just said it's like um something that i think i'm talking to myself too like i think um I have to learn more, and I think a lot of us, um, as as a people, and even just people in general, is like to um, I don't want to say gratitude, but like showing um, to to get better at like intentionally showing like degrees of uh, you know of gratitude or appreciation for whatever it is, like you know whether it's Something that somebody, whether it's a not just family, friends, or loved ones, but even you know the random person associated with something. If they do something, say something, did something, to let them know, you know what I mean? Like you know, not not for you to get anything from them, but just you know, because a lot of times I think a lot of times what we perceive as people not caring is that if we, it's like it's, it's culture of um, of. um of not showing appreciation, like, <clears throat> yeah. Like I, I remember one time. Hopefully I can say this quickly, but um, I remember one time, and I was talking to one of my brothers about this a couple of weeks ago. But I was at this um, years ago. My uh, brother Edepo MC had this event. It was called the Art of Conversation, and it was basically um, an open mic meets a conversation in, in the living room among friends kind of thing. It was it was real dope. But one night. Um, the topic was, uh, and the topic is the organic, well, like an official, it's wherever, it, you know, it flowed. Um, And one night, uh, the topic got to the point of chivalry and um, a sister that had asked me, well, and not just me, but asked, you know, all of us that was there, um, you know, do y'all think that, you know, chivalry is dead? And I, what I said essentially was, i I don't necessarily think that chivalry is dead, but I think appreciation for chivalry is kind of like on life support, so like a lot of times it's not so much that people don't want to engage in acts of kindness, you know men or women, but it's just that we don't we don't show appreciation like I can't tell you like how many times I've seen you know um a sister do. Might maybe open the door for you know an older sister or for a child, and you know the child don't say nothing, you know, the other sister don't say nothing, or like a brother open the door for a sister extended time. And it's like a lot of times people want to, people actually want to, um, want to be chivalrous, want to, um, uh, facilitate you know acts of kind, random acts of kindness, so to speak, but they don't because. Not because they don't, because be they don't actually want to, but because they feel it's unappreciated. You know what I mean? So it's something that I be, I be trying to. You know, I mean, um, okay. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm, even though I'm saying it, I'm definitely talking to myself too, because I, I mean, I, I strive to do it, but I definitely need to get way better because you know, it's so many people. Um, and that's part of why I do a lot of stuff I do too, because, you know, from literally day one of being introduced to the art scene, you know, in my city people always showed me, you know, showed me love was open and gave me, you know, um, uh, gave me you know, open with sharing information and, you know, giving me game about, you know, this and that. And it's like, it's so many people in the village that this dynasty to this day do things. And I just, and I, you know, a lot of times circumstance don't allow me to, to pay them back, you know, uh, in whatever format in the moment. So. If I can't get to them i just just try to pay it forward to the next you know man and woman because there's just so many things people have been so um so sharing with uh you know with uh you know with me and i, I just try to you know I, you know be the same thing for the next you know man and woman or you know i mean if the um the youngest you know what i mean if if where I can you know what i mean if they you know if I can help with something you know because um
0: yeah and teaching is one what, of those things that's you know you 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 teach right. No,
1: I mean not. You mean like a school teacher type? No, no, no,
0: no. As far as music,
1: no. I okay. mean, not not in that way. I mean, I, I share what I mean. This this isn't just me trying to be humble enough and like, um not really in terms of sharing information. Like if somebody asks me, I give them all, all of that. But as far as being, a, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a music teacher or anything like that. Or even in an unofficial sense, I wouldn't say.
0: But even just education-wise, like I said, it's paying it for from the happy birthdays, from introducing, you know, edu- that's one of the things. Education is, as a musician, one of the things, Certain learning about certain things, it was hard for me to do because my brain was always on music, 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 music. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, even with the podcast, it allows me to learn from music stuff about different people. And then with Instagram, there are only a few platforms you can probably really learn from or that's just really have a different purpose other than just, you know, the personal thing or the business. It's not like you're running a business. You're just showing love and appreciation with this page. I can't really, other than the law of attraction page, you know, it's, it's hard to think about, for me, personal pages that do this so i definitely look at that as a paying it forward because like i said musician wise cellists, violinists, even hearing them play happy birthday and just the happy birthdays that i've heard on there, period from the musicians is like man these are some crazy musicians right. from bass players to just everybody and
1: you know man i don't know how many I I love, know
0: people say thank you on there out know, i'm not sure oh no
1: they do they okay. definitely do i mean and, and you know there and even so I run into you know, at you know different times in person. I running into people here and there, and they, you know a lot of people say you know it's something that they you know uh in general appreciate. You know what I mean? And I actually it's fun to me too. So that's that's a you know blessing. I mean, so I'm thankful that I could, you know I actually had a chance to just hear about y'all. Like I said, I didn't I didn't um I didn't know man. It was so you know it was so many man. Like uh, I remember years ago. Um, and I just it speaks to like the power of names and stuff. I was at this when uh, this um a vegan um, a vegan uh, spot in the city uh, called Okay Natural that was right around the corner from this poetry spot at the time, and um, I went in there to get whatever I was getting, and um, I saw a sign on the bulletin board that said Soulful Symphony, and it was it was just a paper fly, it wasn't a picture, but just. The energy of the words, I saw I, in my mind, I was like, yo, okay. So symphony. That, right. And 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 I don't know if you ever heard of it or actually seen them, but I haven't. It's a it's like, I'm not not exaggerating either. It's like 75 to 100 plus of uh, you know, symphony. And I would say 90, over 95% is us. And 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 I would say, man, yeah, I tell people because ironically, I don't actually talk a lot except for when people ask me stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm not—it's weird. You know what I mean? I'm kind of quiet, but mad talkative when I do talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, um, but I tell people, man, even if it's weird as this may sound to say, even if you had a loved one or a sibling who was deaf, I would encourage people if you if the opportunity had opportunity. To see the soul set. I mean, just that many, you know what I mean? And like, yo, and they playing on the high level. They ain't, they ain't you know, right, you know, classical hip hop, you know what I'm saying? R and B, gospel. I'm like, yo, I, I didn't I just didn't, I mean, and this, you know, and around that was right around the same uh um actually a few years, I was probably maybe four or five years into my um when the uh um how I got interested in it's a whole story too, but you no, know, in strings, strings and in general and, and, and that whole uh you know that whole thing. But um I guess since I'm talking about it. In um in ninety nine, like when I, I started buying the, uh, jazz CDs and reading like the liner notes and, and getting different books on jazz, two of the albums that um, I've read a lot about for a couple of years from different sources, you know, before I actually got a chance to, uh, to hear the albums where, um, Charlie Parker with strings and Clifford Brown with strings. And at the time it was either out of print or mad expensive to where like, at the time I couldn't intelligently afford it. Like it might've been like 200 or something for it. I could, you know, at that time it would have been, not saying I couldn't have done it, but it just been foolish of me to buy. A CD, especially at that time, for you know,
0: yeah, for still, still now, I, 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 right? Yeah, even now,
1: <laughs> I just don't have it like that, you know what
0: I'm saying? Even you know, now, yeah, that's, that's a CD, <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> right?
1: NFT, but I mean, <laughs> right, <laughs> but <laughs> so, but so, um, and then like a couple years later, the price went down. I'm, I'm in the spot, it was uh, Jazz West, a brother named um, Bill Coach, you know, ran it, um. He, i was in there looking at cds and stuff and uh i said, said that is clifford brown with strings and it was it, it went down it was like 15 hours whatever it was it's like man finally and then maybe a few months later i got charlie parker with strings it, it just was um it was everything that there's so many different people and different you know places and times that said it was and more was just like this mad beautiful man and that, that, even that's an understatement you know um the synergy of, you know, the strings, you know, with the, well, Charlie Parker with the saxophone and Clifford Brown with, you know, trumpet. Um, and um, and those two things was really what I planted the seed in my mind, seed thought in my mind of, um, you know, kill killed my zone with strings. And then like, I think a couple of years, around the same general time frame, also, I think it was 2001, my pops, uh, he had bought me this CD for my birth anniversary called uh Roy Hargrove it's by Roy Hargrove called moment to moment which was uh Roy Hargrove with strings and um and that was and I don't think he knew I mean me and my father talked all, a bunch but I don't I don't have maybe I did because he was a real good listener you know what I'm saying but um I don't have I I don't remember at that time telling them you know about my you know affinity for you know, strings and all of that. I, maybe I did, you know what I'm saying? But those three projects in particular, and then there's it's a whole bunch of them. Donald Byrd with strings, it's a lot, you know what I mean? But, um, but uh, and at the time, it was like, I mean, I got faith. So I, I was like, you know, maybe I knew my money. I had the money to obviously pay for a symphony, but I like, you know, I like, man, at some point down the road, you know, if anything could happen. But I realized relatively quickly that, you know with modern technology, even at that time through you know, sampling and overdubbing that I could uh you know with the help of you know different brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, create different uh manifestations of a kill my son sonically, you know what I mean? And then, you know, gradually um you know I started meeting um you know different uh different straight musicians and stuff like uh, like it was a sister um, is a sister. She was the, um, well, at that time her name was Monica McIntyre. She's a cellist, the vocalist. Um, I think she's based in uh, New Orleans right now, but at that time she was based in the, in the um, you know, in the D.M.V. or whatever. And um, she was in, she was in my city, and um, she she was the first cellist. She's the first cello soloist that I heard, period. And she's, I, and of course by virtue of that, she's definitely the first, you know, black cello soloist that I heard. She was the first cellist that I heard play the cello in like styles or genres other than classical. Like she, you know, she had like a real she, she's classically praying for sure and does all of that. But you know, it's like like bluesy, soulful. It's, it's just it's um she's she's super talented. And she was the first person that I heard play a cello, accompany herself on cello while singing. Mm. i I just never you know i had never yeah
0: it's, that's tough I, I just didn't never really felt like i wanted to master that it was like uh but yeah it takes a whole different type of chemistry of the brain feel like
1: <laughs> right yeah i see people doing i'm like man that's you know and she was the first person that i heard play like bass lines that sound and feel like bass lines on a cello i just like she was you know it is i mean she's still doing it she, i mean but you know she was just like she really um i mean i I heard of a cello, but she was the one that really put like cello on the map, you know, for me, like just like and you know, and super um super talented, and again, you know like super one i met i met met them you know her her sister plays the uh, violin, um marsha McIntyre, but um um, and now she's known as Spirit McIntyre too. By the way, as she changed her, um, okay. She changed her name, but um, just I mean, just phenomenal. And you know, it's just Another thing I had, you know, like super warm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe you know it's, that's something I've been blessed with, man. You know, I haven't that I can recall. You know, no, it's been fortunate that you know um, that I can think of. Maybe it's something I'm forgetting. I mean, I work with a lot of people, but. It's, it's been a lot of good energy you know what i'm saying i haven't That's really good. had a lot now i ain't saying you know it's some things that happen here and there you know i, I don't make it seem like it's you know i Understood. had a utopian yeah. experience or anything like that but just in terms of you know energy and and people you know and just being warm and stuff like that um but um but yeah you know spirit mcintyre formerly known as monica mcintyre she was a uh, I have to definitely look, a, look it
0: up yeah, because I wasn't exposed to too many um, other cellos when growing up. So that probably was one of the things why we weren't just super inspired either, my brother and I, to just right. you know, keep on going. Another thing, like you said, um, we had a private teacher. Um, <clears throat> cellos weren't really, we didn't really have expensive cellos. So that matters. You know, we learned that growing up that like, oh, wow, okay, there's a major difference in between. The cellos we had and these professional quality cellos, you know, a couple of hundred oh, thousand Lord. dollars difference.
1: Wow, and we see a hundred thousand dollars Man, Man, wow.
0: cellos are, most of the pro, when professional cellos start probably around twenty to fifty, sixty thousand, you know. But the Yo-Yo Ma, yeah, they play pay a couple of million for their cello, you know. The the big big cellos, yes, cellos run expensive because wow. it's the wood so yeah. you know after touching you know playing getting back my fingers back going and i was in the dmv area and then going to a cello shop and touching some sixty thousand dollars eighty thousand dollars cellos I, I heard the difference and i realized like oh yeah we would have been a lot more inspired to play if you know we had good quality cellos growing up so wow
1: that's a, yeah, that's you know, another thing too, me, man. oh my bad no no go ahead go ahead no I mean like I you know that's another thing I try I mean again, I just you know try to do my little part, but like you know just to even with the pictures because I you know I believe that um even though of course like i as we were talking about, it's so many of us that that play those instruments and play them well um I didn't have no knowledge of that growing up at all yeah i mean it. i mean you know and it's like i believe that's intentional in terms of you know the way that you know the way that that music is promoted and um um uh you know in terms of, i mean you know it's it, it's it's clearly institutional racism in in the, you know in the symphonies and you know yes. and individuals, the visuals and all, all of that stuff. it's it's on you know it's on um it's undeniable but um that's another thing I believe in. It's so important, man. Just just seeing, just just on face value, you know what I mean. Just seeing, you know, certain things is is, um, is really, um, you know, it's really powerful. It's something, you know, I mean, um, another thing why I try to do it as well. Even, I mean, just, just for the visual part, because because some stuff, I, I mean, I intensely try. To, I, I look at certain pictures. I'm like, yo, that, you know. In some cases, I might have heard them. In some cases, I, I you know, I, I may, you know, I may not have, but it, I definitely uh, you know, I definitely try to um, you know, I try to find those um, you know, try to find those uh pictures and things like that. But I mean like um something you said earlier too that I thought was it definitely was real key and interesting about um connecting or reconnecting through, you know, the instrument or whatever we do with like with passion, because sure. like a lot of times people that some people clearly can do both very well but like a lot of times it's interesting that like you know I'm, i don't know if you could give me your thoughts on this but like sometimes the people who and I'm myself as well may admire like their um facility on the instrument or facility range whatever as a vocalist like they may have that but a lot of time, not all the time but oftentimes those people don't, they don't have the passion. So it's like they can play it well, but you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't feel it because they don't, they just, they just playing notes. You know what I'm saying? Where at there's a difference between, you know, playing notes and playing from the heart. You know what I mean? When I say heart, I don't just mean in the sense of having it memorized, but when you playing something that you're passionate about or you, you know, it's a difference between writing words and, you know, and like when if you write a rhyme or you write a song, that's like this is your something you, you experience is something that, you know, it's a difference when you it's a whole other thing when you're passionate about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And being able, you know, connect with that. That's big, that's huge, man. That's, I mean, that's um Yeah, it's
0: a you know, the relationship huge. between I guess the musician and the, the instrument. It does I think it definitely has to have something to do, you know, not be about competing or not too much ego when you can pull the ego away from it a little bit that helps you know and that's kind of even though it's a lot of you know Nah, i guess maybe you don't have to have that much ego when dealing with being a musician you just you know it's more discipline and passion and you know maybe a little ego but not that's the imbalance there you know when the spirit is not balance the ego is doing too much i think that's you know that's kind of one of the things i had to put into check
2: i guess it depends if you have passion for it too because that's when you play it with soul i guess that's how yeah yeah right Um, because i can tell as a listener like i love string um instruments and i can tell when somebody's just like going through the motion versus like really soulfully playing that song, especially if I know the song, then I can tell like, you know, how you're playing it. So I think that's important.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. A lot of times know, like for me, not all, it's definitely some people who are phenomenal and they have both, but like, you know, like, um, there's a lot of people like, uh, like Bill Withers, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think too many people would say he was the greatest singer, but as far as the soul, the heart, yeah, I mean, she's to me one of the best. You know, what I mean, like you know, I mean, from me, in my, there's a lot of people like that, you know, that where um, you know, even even somebody like you know, I mean, I love her. She had a just had a birthday recently. Um, like Mary J. Blige, you know, what I mean, you know, not the greatest singer, but you know, her soulful
0: sound. That's soul, that's kind of you know what, what we're, With, I would say. The, i'm used to that to hearing original voices so right and the world is kind of moves into the you know the auto-tune or just the not so original for certain kind of genres of music but still being the most original and letting you be a complete package like a ndire type of you know original or just yeah like you say even a mary j blige You know from that era that we know that when she you know was going in or where she you know where we remember when she started and even where she is now i can only remember her original voice if she was to pull out a microphone and start singing something you know you know that's her you know if that's those are signature voices and you know it's a lot of it's not well you know a lot of them are out there but we don't get them like we used to you know it's hard to tell who is who sometimes and it's not necessarily dealing with the talent. It's like you can listen to the record and you can hear the voice and you you hear the voice on the record. But when it comes to the live show and you hear the voice, it's like that's not the same voice from the record. Right, <laughs> right. And, and that's the disconnect, you know, that you kind of have now when you're dealing with those artists, yo. Mary J. Blige on the record, Mary J. Blige on the stage. <laughs> <That's>, right, right. <laughs> that's right. what you get. And we and don't quite get that you know, the same.
2: Even judging the best means like it's supposed to sound a certain way when music is really just an art form, just like a painter. is just their way of expressing something and either like it or not. It's not necessarily, you know, just because Mary J. Blige is not, I guess, what people term as the best singer, but. Still created she had her own style and created absolutely
0: music, right, so. and with that, that's oh. one of the things that pushed me away from classical music because it became just a catalogue of who plays it the best. Mm. Can you play it better than this other musician and it's the it can same and music this, who's judging it, you know, and like you say, go back to the you know the racism in the foundation of you know classical or that orchestra world. That's another conversation in itself <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah definitely another conversation um and something i would want to get your opinion on you know but um we're not going to hold you too long um we always invite everybody back you know get the warm-up podcast and then you know we'll definitely have more stuff to discuss and i'm sure you have some stuff to discuss on the next go round.
2: Oh, well. yeah. oh yeah
0: o- outside of you know we i really just wanted to you know show my appreciation for the instagram from the beginning you know just to get that going
1: you know. i appreciate and, you and and in fact you I, um that. can you maybe like uh come on to hear i heard some of your music but more because at some point you know um i don't know maybe later this year uh later this year i'm gonna you know, get back in the lab where i might want to you know like buy a track from you or something like or something i don't you know at some point i mean this is c oh yeah i i'm
0: so I still got my set up and I let you, Um, you, you said you've heard only a little bit or.
1: I mean, the things I've heard is like that you mostly, it was like you playing an over track. And I haven't heard. Okay. Whole, so yeah, I got it.
0: I'll send you to Spotify and stuff like that. And like I said, I do all kind of, at least I was doing some of everything, whether it was my own classical style or I haven't did too much jazz wise. I should have, I wish I was more educated um, as a jazz cellist. But, you know, that's a whole different level of theory and a whole other level of brain. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, you know, I've, oh, yeah, as far as, I should be back into it sometime soon. I know we get this podcast thing going and it'll probably be one track at a time. I'll practice my cello a little bit more, start back recording, maybe a little something. But I'll definitely send you some stuff that, you know, just to let you hear released music and stuff that i haven't released i send you some tracks from back in 2003 2004 when i first started rapping and stuff like that to give you a good picture of the journey
1: because okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know something else i, I believe too I, I mean it's just my theory i, I talked to um, a couple of people about this like i have this theory that um music that's made um for lack of a better way to say it, like without mainstream aspiration, or you just making what you feel, what you, you know what I mean, is, I don't want to say more timeless, but because it's like, for lack of a better word choice, uh, it has a, a longer, um, uh, I can't think of the word, self-life or whatever, than um, just some of those things, because you, like, I don't know, I'm the the in hearing it in general, but I'm like, i'm wondering if like if i'd be able to tell was this made because you said 2004 is that what you
0: said or? yeah 2000 like about 2003 2004 you you'll probably you'll be able to tell from maybe the recording quality okay. that might be the only maybe one of the bigger differences that you'd be able to tell but you know like i said it's that growth and understanding i as i think back you know from the journey in college and Bedroom recording, building an in-house studio. It you was, know, yeah, that whole learning process. Starting off with bad quality music, and then trying to move into perfecting the sound. Spending right. spending money on people doing fake mixes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something too, man. I can't. So many people that I know that, that do production now. Like a lot of them, when I hear their you know, hear the backstory, it's like whether it was somebody burning them or just the sheer cost of paying so much money for studio they're like yo we could just we get our own stuff i mean it, oh, you yeah. know save and save hella money
0: yeah after it hit no man, in-house producer. studio for me it was hard to go back to i might have went back to a little phase of paying for studio time but then back in the dmv it was like all right i'm buying some equipment again yeah so it's um it's definitely Gonna surprise you. I could say the my girl, hurry up. I don't know if you've seen that, heard that song, or maybe the video might have came across Instagram, like wedding style type of song. That was mm-hmm. the last song I released. I do look forward to probably redoing some stuff for that one, but yeah, it's all cello, um, all me vocals, everything. Yeah, <laughs> so it, right, it might, right. it, it's you know, old school too. Yeah, it's a little, it has an old school feel to it, so i'll send you
1: right. that definitely Close you away. and your brother ever um collaborate on uh on uh like cello wise or like rhyming on the same joint or whatever
0: he stopped playing he started back playing before i did um we haven't collaborated on anything recent um but he's in mississippi you know right right and i'm out here so it's he was doing a different kind of music or you know he was more hip-hop mainstream and i i i'm basically wasn't so it was still just kind of a that was after we started doing music generally, and then when I moved away and stuff. But he still does music now in Mississippi a lot more than I do, and yeah, we'll probably collab on some stuff sometime this year or next year when I get back into it. Basically, if they have <laughs> I the yeah. Yeah.
2: huh? I was saying they have in the past. Yeah, alright, oh, songs not quite. She'll
1: yeah, I would love. Ones. I would love to. uh I would love to hear it, man. I was telling them, well. I mean, it was online. I, I, it wasn't the phone or all, But uh, I was telling I'd love to hear him and um, the sister. She was well, in L.A. And I mean, well, I think she's Oakland actually. But uh, Anissa Strings, the she, she the um, bass player,
0: yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah I, would I say, think I'd love, love to hear, hear her me. in uh, her dance
1: mode. You know what I mean? Like, yo,
0: man, she is play. amazing, man. She is, yeah, she is real, real amazing on. Just from the bass playing and the singing at the same time. I've seen some of her clips. Yeah. It's pretty dope too. Yeah.
1: yeah maybe you can interview her too, man. I, yeah, she yeah, she's super dope, man.
0: I'll reach out to her. I can't say everybody reach back, but you know, I reach out to people. Right. I appreciate you for reaching back, man. Yeah. Because I can you know, like I said, I've sent out to a few people on Instagram. Some reach back. Not everybody do. And we also go through uh, another one called uh matchmaker. And that's where we get a a lot of people that we interview from. So you're more of the genuine, you know, person that um, we've reached out to. Some of the other people that you may see on the podcast, they come from a podcast platform. Okay. Yeah, they kind of match up uh, people that want to be interviewed with people that have podcasts.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I heard what you said. I know that's what. okay, I got you, got you. Yeah, interesting. I I, didn't, I never heard of
0: that. Okay. Yeah, they got it. So if if you want to be interviewed more, there's a matchmaker FM to where you can go on, and there are different podcast people that have different podcasts. And
1: do you find that, um, in and in with that, in, in, in your uh, either experience or what you heard that the that they um, that that it does a good job of connecting like my you know i like minded you know, people that actually vibe with each other as opposed to just you want to do a podcast you know what i mean so when kind you kind of thing
2: <clears throat> when you do your profile as a guest or as a show like you pick the categories of things you want to talk about um okay. or like categories of interest and so with that using that it will match you up you know when people either search for that category or um, people that are also in that category, like shows, podcasts that are in that category, it will um, like it sends periodical like email blasts of different people that match your category. Um, so, yeah, it, it tries to match you based on interest. Yeah, but it's
0: pretty good. It, I, I would say that, yeah, I like the results that we've been getting. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Once again, you know, like I said, we're not going to hold you too long. (laughs) And, um, man, it's just, it's been great chopping it up with you. You know, I've just, I've kind of been waiting and just really, like I said, I I appreciate what you do. I know a lot of other musicians appreciate what you do. And I can say just look forward to talking to you again. I definitely want to come back. I want to have a conversation about, um, I guess, you know, the foundations of, like you say, the racial um deal or foundation in some of the music organizations and stuff like that you know just to kind of touch around and and educate because i have some questions about that and i've always you know somebody that's pretty educated in music like yourself i do want to sit down and kind of just ask you some questions and get your opinion on things from also even going into i guess i'm not sure how much you know in classical history but just the whole things because i know they say Beethoven was painted a little light skin. So
1: Right, right, right. I, yeah, I, I didn't those, know that. Man. I didn't know that even he was, yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. black. Yeah. So we're gonna know. we're
0: gonna definitely, like I said, invite you in and I'm gonna do a little research outside to prepare myself for it a little bit. And then I'll um reach out to you and we'll basically make it happen.
1: Definitely, man. I love you man. Thank thank you for taking uh for taking the brother, man. Thank you, man. Thank you all for you know for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. You got any projects Andrew or
0: anything well. you're
1: working on? That you um, want to promote
0: anything? You know, just to promote for the people. Just as if that was just if you had anything. If you don't have nothing, you know, like I said, it's not.
1: Just, just on on social media, on all social medias. Uh, you know, kill my zone. A Q U I L M I Z A N on the different uh, social media, and um, I want to say later this year or early next year. You know, um, I may have you know some stuff out. Definitely, I definitely should have some stuff back online this year because actually you know um it's even 10 or 11 i actually put out i mean just locally not like do no deal or anything but uh it's even 10 or 11 projects that i did but you know i tend to have some of those online by the end of uh by the end of the year okay should be way before then actually at least some of them if not all of them okay okay
0: but yeah i definitely like i said after you know when we shut down and everything i'm gonna um, shoot you my information and we're gonna you know chop it up and everything as far as all right like, well, music wise you know let you hear some stuff and then even i'm gonna look forward to that too to even on the next episode you can give me your opinion on what you think about the music and everything
1: okay so yeah definitely <laughs> definitely
0: but yeah for everybody thank you for listening
2: and for the podcast you can find all our information at American Gypsy dot com. That's American dot com. Um, you'll find all our videos, audio, uh, links to our online store for merch, uh, information about the hosts and, uh, links to our Patreon where we have membership tiers and access to exclusive content. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening.
0: Once again, thank you and consistent self-improvement to everybody and see you next time.